Welcome to Soul Science, the shift, the tribe, the movement. May you live so truth. Live from Los Angeles, this is Dr. Aaron, founder of Good Morning La Land and Soul Society. We come together each day to know the truth, live on spiritual principle, and align with universal law. We also come together as a community in Soul Society. We are committed to enlightenment, empowerment, and entrepreneurship. We truly believe that when somebody awakens, they have a gift and message to bring to the world. And our mission is to awaken a billion people globally. And how we are doing that is we are developing spiritual leaders. So let's do this thing. Today, you guys, I want to talk about affirmative prayer and affirmations. And this is not, we don't teach there's a man in the sky, okay? Affirmative prayer and affirmations. So Ernest Holmes said, treatment is the art, the act, and the science of consciously inducing thought within universal subjectivity for demonstrating that are basically for demonstrating that we are surrounded by a creative medium, which responds to us through a law. In its simpler meaning, treatment is the time, process and method necessary to changing our thought. We call it treatment. And the reason why we call it treatment, and why I'm called a doctor of divinity, is because we actually believe that we can treat the mind by revealing truth. We heal by revealing the truth. And in revealing the truth, we we witness miracles, right? I personally have witnessed uh, clients growing back their hair. I've witnessed clients having pains go away. Of course, I've witnessed, you know, the transformation of their life and, and their relationship with money or in love or in health and their creative expression, all the different areas of life. The point is, it is treatment and um New Thought, which I'm a minister of New Thought and Science of Mind, is basically the mental cure movement. Um, And this is where prayer is a big part of our practice. So as a little girl, I remember being really sad that my mom and father had gotten divorced. And um, they split, you know, they got divorced before I can remember, like two years old or something. One day, uh, I went to a movie and I saw a little girl praying. And that night when I came home, I decided, okay, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for, you know, my parents to get back together. So I went in my room and I kneeled down by the side of the bed because that's what the little girl did in the movie. And I placed my hands together in prayer position. And I said, God, please make my mommy and daddy get back together. Well, it never happened. So the point is that I decided I decided after that, that there, you know, either God didn't exist, or that something was wrong with me, that would impede God from answering my prayer, right? So most people believe they're asking for something, a new circumstance to arrive, a new material object to show up, you know, something to be different, a better body, a different relationship, um, a raise in pay, whatever that is. Prayer oftentimes is is one of the most misunderstood things in the religious and spiritual realm, in my opinion. So, you know, prayer is a is portrayed to be something that you do when you're helpless, desperate, really, right? And often it's perceived as something only done by religious people or, you know, where people revere a prophet or an entity or Jesus or all or whatever that is. And they think of it praying to somebody outside of themselves and asking for something, 
right? A desire, um, suffering to go away, whatever that is, right? So it wasn't until my mid-20s that I began to understand what prayer was from a metaphysical perspective. I never truly, you know, never, I never believed there's a God in the sky, you know, God is within and God does not have, it's not a man or a woman, it's the pure force that we are, right? So it wasn't until I really actually further down the line came to understand the new thought affirmative prayer that it set my prayer into an entirely different level, a quantum level, if you will. So I'm going to share what that is today, what affirmative prayer is, um, and so you can use it in your life as a tool. I pray every day, and I would say it should be at the top. For me, it's the top of my to-do list. My The top of my to-do list is to connect and empty my mind and source and also direct mind. So and even in meditation, you know, there is emptying the mind and there is directing the mind. And some people say that meditation is like listening to God and prayer is like speaking to God. And you could, you know, however you want to put it, there is no name for it, right? So prayer is the movement of energy upon universal law for a specific demonstration. So prayer is really knowing that we're the backing of the energy and we are directing energy upon mind. But really what we're doing is we are first tapping into the truth of who we are, which is remembering who we are, which is the pure source that that has infinite innovation and that actually has the ability to direct mind. In fact, that's all we do. And um, so then tapping into that and then using it for specific demonstration, we're here to really direct our mind and be able to experience our mind in form, right? So prayer is expanding of consciousness, unleashing the innovation within, and then setting the polarity into the universal law for motion. So we need to know that anything we pray to embody or to demonstrate out in the world to manifest, we need to know that it, it's going to have a cause and effect. And we have to also know that if we really want to cause something out in the world, we also have to deal with the effect, right? So we better be prepared for that. So prayer is the recognition that there is one omnipotent energy that has and is creating the entire universe. It's you, <laughs> FYI. As you unify and identify as that same life force, because you can have the experience of not being it, but the truth is you are it anyway, you've always been it and you'll always be it, you experience your true spiritual powers, right? So you're always all powerful. It's only the extent to which you expand your consciousness to experience your divine spiritual powers. You're already all powerful. You're manifesting 24-7. You're creating the entire universe into existence right now. But prayer is really to re kind of get into that space and then begin to direct it to decide what you want to create in that moment. So in the revealing of this truth, you release limiting beliefs and direct energy upon universal mind for the definite results, a definite result. You want to get the more clear you can possibly get before you start a, a prayer, really getting clear of what is it that you want to know the truth on. And what is it that you really want to demonstrate? So energizing the pictures within the mind is the most important thing, the feeling, the backing of it, right? So you can say no words. If you can get to an ecstatic feeling as if something has already occurred, then you have demonstrated, you've, you've, you've mastered your prayer. But basically, energizing the pictures within the mind with gratitude enhances your intentional manifestation. So furthermore, releasing the attachment and control of outcome 
allows the perfect unfoldment. So we do not outline in our prayers. We we know the truth. We hold it in mind. We energize it. We feel it as if it's already happened. And then we do not have attachment to it because our higher self, the universe, has a way of delivering it that may be more genius, more different than we ever could imagine, okay? So again, what is a furnace prayer? A furnace prayer is the one of the primary tools to directing thinking and energy upon the one mind universal law for a specific purpose, which in turn informs universal law, instantaneously transforming your world and your experience of it. It's the active creative process within the individual. Treatments are intended for specific outcomes, which all include expanding your consciousness releasing limiting beliefs, awakening the infinite innovator within, and revealing the truth of who you are. All of which shift your magnetic field and energetic frequency, changing the relationship, your relationship to life. Prayer doesn't change things out there. It changes you, your perception, your consciousness, your embodiment. That's the point of prayer. The rest is details because the external world is literally just the mental equivalent of what's going on. Your only job is to shift your consciousness. So how does it work? The vibration of feelings within your thoughts is what directs the universe. When you're going through the five steps below, I'm going to show you the five steps. And there's no perfect way of doing it. But I'm going to show you kind of what I was trained in, which I don't necessarily agree with, because I don't think there's any wrong way of praying. What matters is that you get to truth. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk you through the five steps, okay? So when you're going through the five steps, which I want to show you, it's important to remember that feelings are what inform universal law. Your intention that backs your words create the feelings and the vibrations that you send out to the universe. You can do a spiritual mind treatment and call it a friend of prayer or spiritual mind treatment without saying anything if you direct your mind and feel the elation of the thoughts that you create. So in treatment, the perception of self shifts, and therefore, all of life shifts. As Thomas Troward stated, this is the triumph of principle over precedence, of the working out of an idea that is logical, has conclusions to despite the accumulated testimony of all past experience to the contrary. Do you get this? Like, if you can know it in mind, say, you come from a lineage where everyone was sad all the time or everything ended in divorce or everything was, something was off for you, okay? If you can know it in mind, what's possible, that's a triumph. That is a huge, huge triumph. Do you understand that puts the potential into the field of the universe? And I'm not saying divorce is bad by any means, okay? I'm just saying the past experience. And if you can even believe it in mind and hold that frequency in mind, then you literally have moved past your lineage. Like, it's huge, okay? And in that potential, something new is born. So spiritual mind treatment can be incorporated into your conscious work every day. I recommend doing it every single day, okay? Anytime you're not feeling good, instead of calling up your girlfriends and complaining, go pray. Instead of like bloating in your self-pity, go pray. Instead of getting into the pity party, go pray, okay? If you want to be a spiritual leader and master your life and be somebody that people look to as a leader, as an expert, as somebody that is a badass, 
you've got to get your mind right every day, all day long. And so you have to have tools to get your mind right. And prayer is one of the greatest tools to get there. So if you're feeling negative or you simply, you know, do whatever, you've got to raise your vibration. You've got to improve your thoughts. And it can be used to reveal truth about illness. You know, one of the hardest things I ever had to overcome was the concept that there's only perfect health. And it was really hard for me to get that during ministerial and and getting a doctorate. Like, how can there only be perfect health if someone has cancer, right? But the truth is that the divine signs, the symptoms, if you will, are, are showing and guiding where we're living off truth, whether it be individually in our mind or whether that be cultural decisions we're making, putting toxins in the environment. So there is only perfect health, meaning that there's a perfect relation to the mental equivalent of what's going on in mind. And we have to honor that knowing we're not these bodies, we're eternal beings. And these are bodies are temporary for us. So there's only perfect health, because there's only life, you can never die, it's impossible. So if we are here to develop our and advance our consciousness and direct it on form, then even something like cancer is a blessing, because it teaches us where we're not happy, where we're out of alignment with mother nature, and so on and forth. So personally, I love to begin the day with treatment to invoke my higher consciousness, and basically get into the present moment and produce the state of oneness and produce the truth that anything's possible, whatever I put my mind to. So there's two types of affirmative prayer. So I'd actually recommend writing these down. Okay. There is two types of affirmative prayer. There is argumentative, and there is realization. Okay. Primarily, we use realization. Realization is where you reveal the truth within your consciousness. And basically, you don't look at any circumstances of your life, you literally just recognize the truth and reveal the truth. And this is um, done through recognizing the truth, unifying with it, realizing whatever it is that you want to realize gratitude and release. The second kind, which I'm going to walk you through all those, okay? The second kind is considered argumentative. And this is like, I love this because I feel like it's like you're being a lawyer for truth. That's what I think of. So this is where you actually use spiritual logic to argue for truth. So say there's something going on in your life that you don't like. There's, you know, you're having an example where you experience lack of money. You would make the case of truth of the universe, which is that there's only abundance and that you claim it now, right? So this type of treatment is not as frequently used because... We tend in, you know, science of mind, we want to just look at truth, know the truth, and that's all. It doesn't mean we're delusional. It's that we as is the situation and go straight to truth, okay? So this is, a, there's, um, there's more steps to this, basically. There's recognition, unification, realization, the condition of whatever you don't want to be having in your life, realization, gratitude, and release. So you basically just put in the condition in between them, okay? So I'm going to walk you through this, so how to do a firmer prayer. Before taking the steps of spiritual mind treatment, it's best to set your intention. So before you begin anything, you need to set your intention. And you can do that by where you're feeling off. Did you have an upset with your partner? Did your car break down? Are you frustrated? Whatever that is, you need to set the intention of knowing the truth around whatever that is, the exact thing you're treating. State the condition you'd like to explore and in which circumstances your life you're ready to claim your power. What are you ready to heal? Who are you ready to become? What limitations are you ready to let go of? 
So within treatment, you do you do not treat for the circumstances of someone's life, but you treat the mindset of freedom of choice, right? So if we're treating for someone, we don't want, you know, your car broke down, we wouldn't go, we want a car that is working. That's not what we would do. We would treat for basically finding the peace and finding the innovation to find the money to, you know, to fix the car, right? Or knowing whatever, whoever it is, who do you need to be to be somebody that can handle with grace and ease when a car breaks down, right? Or who do you need to be to be somebody to be able to buy a new car and sustain that car payment or whatever that is, right? So the prayer is always about basically awakening to the truth of who you are and awakening innovation and and coming back to peace and the truth of who you are. Okay, so demonstration is the effect of the mind. So getting a new car would be the fact. We don't treat for we don't treat for a new car. We treat for the mindset and the embodiment of the consciousness of that person to have the mental equivalent of having a new car. So although many miracles take place instantaneously with treatment, it's not the focus. So sometimes you might treat for the consciousness of somebody who has abundance and is able to go get a new car and things happen. You know, sometimes I've had things where people will treat and, and things show up. Maybe their, you know, their friend calls up and goes, hey, by the way, I went and fixed your car because I just knew you were having a hard time, right? Like miracles do happen um, in prayer, but we don't attach to that. We don't expect that, okay? Well, we do expect miracles because we know that, but we don't expect it to show up a particular way, okay? So let's pretend a person is doing the treatment is feeling a little down and confused about the direction of her life, for example. Maybe about her career and purpose or something like that. So she would state the intention of this spiritual mind treatment is to expand my consciousness and gain clarity around my purpose and calling within my career. Okay? That would be the intention. So we wouldn't go, I want the perfect job to show up. No. We would treat her mind. The intention of this prayer is to expand consciousness and gain clarity of your purpose and calling. Okay. So let's walk through it. Let's do a prayer. So step one is called, you know, recognition or acknowledgement. You can call it whatever you want. It's basically just getting into the oneness. So this step acknowledges that the awakening is from one source that has created all of life. And it is this one life force, one infinite creative substance that resides within and as everything. I recognize that this first cause is spirit, which is consciousness. And in this, I acknowledge eternal and eternality in both the finite and the infinite, the microcosm and the macrocosm. And in recognizing this divine intelligence as the first and only cause of life, I begin to open my consciousness now with this unbounded truth, knowing that the first principle of spiritual mind treatment is understanding that I am surrounded by an infinite intelligence. And I am that intelligence. So in this sacred moment, focusing on the breath of inhale and exhale, I notice the point where they come together. And in this state of presence, I experience where the finite transcends into the infinite. I recognize that there is no breath without a body breathing it. There is no oxygen to breath without the trees that have been nourished by the sun and rain and mother earth, I recognize right here and acknowledge that this life force touches all, interconnects every one of us in the entire universe. This life force nourishes every cell of my body. It is the spark of every thought. It is the same divine source that holds the stars in the sky 
and turns the night to day. It is that which connects all of life through the body, mind, and spirit, transcending life cycles of your humanness, my humanness, into eternality. I recognize that there is only consciousness, this one life force that has created every last drop of the universe. Step two is unification. Having recognized the magnificent and awesome power of the one presence that is absolutely everywhere, I unify, unify as this. I know that my individual mind is a universal mind merging at the highest consciousness. And I awaken. I become aware of divine nature and the ability to co-create with all of life. I reveal in my spiritual inclusivity and understanding that there is no such thing as duality. I am it. And as I step into this consciousness, as oneness, I realize that I am one with all. I am that. Within me is the highest consciousness, the same creative substance that has created mountains and the greatest inventions of our ancestors. There is no division. There is only one divine. I unify myself as the individual consciousness to the highest consciousness by simply allowing the truth to be known. I'm aware of my divine nature and the truth of my spiritual nature. Step three is revealing and healing. And in this moment, I choose to direct energy upon the cause and effect universal law for a specific outcome. With my frequency and my vibration of my word, I declare and command the creative medium. I summon and set intelligence into motion, knowing it corresponds and reflects my beliefs as the circumstances of my life. And I do this with a conviction of my thought and feelings back by my word and to reveal the truth. And in this, I know who I am. I declare that within me is total clarity because the soul is never neutral. I know that within me is passion, so great that I gift that I give to the world. It is myself, it is a higher expression. I know that within my subconscious mind is the bubbling forth of this purpose. I command that truth to come forth now. In speaking my word, I inform the subjective mind and set universal law into motion. There is only clarity and joy at the heart of my being. Step four is gratitude and thanksgiving. In this step, I recognize right here and right now that it is already done, that my state of mind is the highest vibration energetic flow. And so I energize the truth within the vibration of my feelings of gratitude. I'm so thankful for this purpose and calling. I'm so grateful for this revealing. Within my consciousness, I see it and feel it now. I bask in the mental answer that has been revealed. I receive my purpose and calling. I receive my joy and bliss. And in step five, I release and let go. I let go of all thoughts of outlining, controlling the how, the perfection of spiritual mind treatment as it unfolds. I know perfection in the perfect unfoldment. And so right now I release my word to universal law, knowing my word is law and is set into action, the correlation. I let go and I step into grace. I know the perfection of unfoldment and allowing my higher consciousness to flow and it is done. So there you go. There's a spiritual mind treatment. Obviously, it doesn't have to be that long. What matters is the feeling. For me, I know I'm done with prayer when I have chills in my body and I feel the flow of the divine flow. So you can also do affirmations and mantras of intention. And what I recommend for that is basically to take whatever is negative in your life, whatever you're saying, like life is hard, and flip it into you know, whatever that is, right? So something might be, I'm not enough. So your affirmation would be, I'm more than enough. 
I am a divine spiritual being worthy of every dream I can imagine. Another thing flip say you a negative talk, I will never get a decent job. Your affirmation might be the universe is abundant and I claim my perfect job. Your negative top might be life is hard. Your affirmation might be life is a divine adventure. I choose to love all of it. Another one, I have low energy and I feel helpless. An affirmation might be I live powerfully with passion and purpose. So today's universal law is the law of nature. There is a divine source and intelligence inherent in all of life. It establishes and regulates the phenomenon of how elemental forms of matter relate. This law dictates the chemistry, biology, and science of the mechanisms of this world. This natural design brings structure and standardization to create a context of organization. And in this today, your daily spiritual practice is to practice affirmed prayer and affirmations. So pick an area of your life where you feel disempowered and practice an affirmed prayer. Set the intention of your prayer before you begin. Treat until you experience an epiphany around the area of your life that you're treated for until you feel a new sense of knowing or until you demonstrate what you're retreating, until you get chills, whatever that is, okay? And then your challenge of the day is to shift a negative belief into an affirmation. So create one affirmation for the day and repetitively state it throughout the day, energizing it. So you may say it a thousand times, okay? So in this, I know the truth of who you are, you guys. Um, use affirmative prayer and affirmations to transcend your life anytime you are not feeling like you're God. <laughs> Have a beautiful day, and may you live your truth. Thanks again for tuning in to Dr. Aaron and Soul Society Podcast. I'd like to invite you to write a review on iTunes. Also, I have a free gift for you, a money meditation and worksheet, which you can find at soulciety.com. That's www.soulciety.com or 30 guided meditations at dreron.tv. That's www.dreron.tv. We also hold monthly Soul Society events that are all about transformation and building extraordinary community. You can also watch me live daily on goodmorninglalaland.com or Instagram at drerin.tv. Grab your free manifestation masterclass with the purchase of my international best-selling book, Awakening, a 40-day guide to unleashing your spiritual powers, life purpose, and manifesting your dreams at erinfallhaskell.com forward slash awakening book.